Some things aren't scary. Puppies, ice cream cones, Canadians. However, there are things that sound scary, but trying to translate that into a movie doesn't always work. The notion of being hunted by a monster or a killer should frighten us. But why so often does it come across as campy? I also don't find gross as scary. It's just gross. And jump scares admittedly work, but once, maybe twice, that they eventually wear off. Scary is that persistent sense of fear. And the movies that can still scare me are able to invoke dread through mystery and expectation. In 2017, a movie from Argentina, directed by Damien Rugna, I feel is able to capture that sense of dread that the current Hollywood films, they haven't produced a movie like that in a long time. So I'm interested if Glenn feels the same way as we discuss Terrified on Movies Will Save the World. Welcome to Movies Will Save the World. My name is Glenn Cooper. And I'm Chris Peterson. <laughs> you hesitated there on your last name. Are you sure you're Chris Peterson? Because that's who I've been doing this podcast with so far. <laughs> I just want to make sure it's the same person. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, today uh, we are discussing the 2017 uh, horror movie uh, from Spain, uh, Terrified. Um, uh, Ar- Argentina. Oh, Argentina. It's, it's Ar- uh, it's Argentina. Well, you know, okay, so I've had a cup I've had a run of just blatant mistakes off the bat here for the last couple of episodes. So I'm just I'm I'm going five for five here. Let's see what else I can Wait, screw up. Wait, did you watch the, the Spanish one? one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, well, this would be weird. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Chris, this was your uh, submission. Really, the first sort of full-on horror movie that we've done. Um, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, so. and I know we had both seen it before. I saw it on your recommendation a couple of years ago, and and remembered enjoying right. it. Um, but yeah, tell me a little bit more about you know why did why did you put this up? What, what, and we should you know this is a foreign film for you know American listeners probably lesser seen, so we might do a quick sort of plot rundown. Um, but. And I, I guess I'm curious. I guess the question I wanted to ask is why does this movie stand out to you? But maybe sure. we should hold that until after we kind of run through sort of the general synopsis. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, so let me. My, you already said your intro into this movie. How you how you discovered it? Yeah, um, from you, via me, <laughs> <laughs> and, um. So, um, I have a subscription to Shutter, mm-hmm. the horror streaming service, and and 
that's a blatant attempt to get maybe a sponsor from Shudder, if there is one. <laughs> we're starting, we're starting there. <laughs> okay. For, for anyone um, at a very reasonable price. And um, I really, <laughs> I, I was just look. you know, I look for things that I know little about mm-hmm. or... Um, just looking or sound intriguing, look intriguing, whatever. Yeah. And we had, we had talked before, like the you know the the the, the poster, the cover art um, for this one. <laughs> I looked at it and like hmm, that looks pretty interesting. So <laughs> so that that was really my 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 pull uh-huh. uh, to even watch this was was actually um, it had a good name, terrified, and it it had this just bizarre creature on it yes a success Um, on the marketing department uh yeah so it it totally preyed upon me and my (laughs) um weakness for that Mm -hmm. um and so so that's that's where i that's that's how i found it Mm -hmm. um it just basically i i watch you know as you know a a lot of like just random horror movies and you know uh, if I watch ten, um, nine of them will be garbage, I was, and every once in a while you f- you find a good one. I, I I had the same ratio. I was going to say one of them is good. You know, um, <laughs> I I think horror is a wonderful genre. I personally really love it, but it is absolutely sort of the playground of, um, you know, we can get some funding based on this. Yeah, it's just it's going to be vampires, or it's going to be ghouls, or it's yeah. going to be you know <laughs> skeletons or whatever it is, right? You know, um, and you know there is a market out there that you know if there's enough sort of blood and gore and and jump scares, then you know you can get funded for for these kinds of movies. So you know there's a lot out there that is not great, and so you know you find those sort of diamonds in the rough. Um, and um, I, that's one of the things I really love about the genre because I, I think it's a really interesting genre. I haven't fully explored on my own why I think it is, but it's definitely one that, that pulls me in, you know? Um, and movies like yeah, this, I mean, I'll just say produce... I, I, I liked this movie. I liked it the first time I saw it. I liked it on the rewatch. Yeah. Um, movies like this uh, tend to stand out for me. I, I think, like, I do think horror movies. You know, one of the reasons we have so many mm-hmm. is is that um, studios can produce them very cheaply. Yeah, right. <laughs> using they they don't need to pay actors or directors mm-hmm. a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and they're pro- you know they're profitable. Mm-hmm. I mean, people people just see them. You yeah, know, and, that, and you know, and there's I mean, like I said, there's so many bad ones, so many ones that are bad on so many levels. But it's you know whether it's yeah but it's the kind of movie that right like you're in college and you're just hanging out with your roommates or something and you know drinking or or smoking or something like that you're like yeah let's just Uh go rent (laughs) i've seen a ton of movies like that where it's just like there doesn't need to be that much there for it to be an entertaining watch right and, right. and so, you know, some of these that have a little bit more going on or, or are more skillfully made. And also, I think we've seen a lot of directors sort of start in this area and then progress into, you know. That's true. You know, more mainstream uh, films, yeah. thrillers and that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's a fun genre. I love it. 
<laughs> so yeah, th- that's my propensity just to watch a lot of them. Too. <laughs> so it's, but I, um, I have found over over the years mm-hmm. that um, movie, not just you know. When I say independent movies, that mm. covers a lot of things. But it does, in my mind at least, it covers also foreign films. Sure. Since they're pro- since they're produced outside of the Hollywood right. system, mm-hmm. um, and and horror movies from other countries are are just more interesting to me for some reason. I think and, so and too. I don't know if it's because they're speaking a different language, <laughs> or, or there's more to it than that, and just that they have a totally different view or take on something that would frighten people. So if you, because if you look at like you know Japanese horror, it's right. its own special oh, thing, totally, and it's really creepy. Yeah, and um, you know De- Del Toro mm-hmm. has um, you know some of his films have have been horror movies and um are, are pretty good too yeah you know even though he's he's spanish but well, um. <laughs> well I, yeah not uh, argentinian um <laughs> well i want to come back one of the first places i wanted to start is you know what does make a good horror film but let's hold that mm-hmm. question for a moment and do you want to just kind of run us through the general setup of of what this movie is and uh, yeah. what it's about and that kind of thing yeah, um, you know we're we're introduced to um, Juan, mm-hmm. um, who who's n- not in prison. He's in, a, you know, basically some sort of facility for, you know, s- s- the insane. I yeah. don't know what yeah. they call that call them in Argent Argent. Argentina. <laughs> Argentina. We could Google Translate insane and probably figure it out. <laughs> Um, but, um, anyway, and then we see that he's being, um, interviewed by three people Mm -hmm. and, um, we don't know anything about these people other, other than, um, they, they're, they want to know some information. So we have Jano, um, Albrecht Mm -hmm. and, uh, Rosenstock are their names. Right. And, um, Actually, that's not where it starts. What am I talking about? It starts. It starts. It starts with his wife, right. Clara, hearing weird noises in the sink. Right. That's where it starts. Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm already. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. This is, this is terrible. Yeah, she's hearing um, weird noises. She, yeah, she's 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 listening to her sink, and you know, she's like doing dishes. You all right there? What's going on there, my man? <laughs> just, just sound effects for the, for, for this scene. Nothing, nothing unusual going on in my house. Those are the weird noises that Clara's hearing in the sink. Well, yeah, and like we don't know what she's hearing. That's right. the thing. She's just like she's here's something that it's it's weird. The music tells us that it's weird. Yeah, right. And um. Anyway, she tells her husband, he's like, well, where's dinner? And he's like, I didn't make dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we'll just get some out. Um, and she's like, uh, <laughs> I heard something. And I was yeah. like, what do you hear? It's like these voices, and they're saying they want to kill me. Right, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> he goes and checks it out, nothing. Um, 
Next, then they're they're um, it's nighttime and they're in bed and she wakes up and uses the bathroom mm-hmm. and 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 then all of a sudden he hears like this um, pounding and then thinks it's his neighbor, right? Um, Walter, right? Their Walter. wall neighbor, mm-hmm. and th- that he's like doing like construction in the <laughs> in the middle, <laughs> middle of the night, of the night yeah. or something. And he goes outside and yells at him. Mm-hmm. Comes back in. Um, and then this is like the fir- here's here's yeah so here's where we kind of it starts to get interesting mm-hmm. like he finds out oh it's not Walter it's coming from the bathroom and then his um, wife is, is yeah, how much detail should I go into should I re- <laughs> encapsulate the whole plot well, she's it's like I can't I, she's she is levitating and being smashed in the shower bathtub like wall to wall right and, right and and he tries to intervene tries to get her down and talk yeah. to her right and she's it i i wrote a note down which is like clara's death is like so brutal she's just being ragdolled yeah, just, from one wall to the other <laughs> yeah and it's terrifying <laughs> hence the title of the movie <laughs> No, um, it's this brutal, like just yeah. being beaten to death, and he can't stop it. Right, and right. And that's why he's in this place. Right, and, um, and so we follow these three investigators who are like, "We don't believe you killed your wife. We believe your story." Yeah. Right, and, and and that we have um, a similar something similar happening in California. Right, um, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, and so then it follows them sort of investigating what's going on. And, and and what is interesting to me about this movie, which I think is different than a lot of horror movies that we see, is this is not isolated to one person or one house. You know, it's not a haunted house. It's almost like a haunted neighborhood. Because, exactly. like, you know, so everyone here is affected in some way. Because, like, we have, like, um, one one kind of indication that's, like... But something's weird is mm-hmm. that <laughs> so one when he when he comes home he says hey guess what you know that dog yeah, that I killed I saw it that. didn't die I know I saw that too <laughs> it's like what what a great day he's like I'm uh, glad we didn't bury it yeah it's good they we didn't bury it <laughs> so which means I thought well, what did they do with it they just left it totally I, I that, left it at, left kind of hid it on the bushes. There's a couple of things in this movie that like are definitely foreshadowing that being one of them. That's just seems like a throwaway line. Um, yeah, but it's like, oh no, 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 no. This uh, <laughs> things are about to pop off and get very, very strange for everyone in this neighborhood. Yeah. So then, like, it, and this is this. Yeah, this kind of sets up the chain of events mm-hmm. in the, um, in that. Well, they they. The th- these three investigators ask him, "Well, did it, did anything weird happen before right, this?" Right. And, and he's like, "No." And he's like, "Oh, wait a second. Uh, there's a kid hit, run over by a bus." Right. And and that's like the 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 second, well, depending on how you order it. But anyway, yeah. so it goes into basically he's telling it's we're going back in time a little bit. Right. Right. Um. Where where we're finding out. Um, you know the 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 boy mm-hmm. um, Patricio mm-hmm. um, run over by a bus, and then how he shows up again in the in the story. 
Um, and then he shows up also, again at his mother's dining table, sitting there with a bowl of cereal. <laughs> yes, as, as a corpse, as as com- yeah, blue and gray yeah. and dirty mm-hmm. and um. Yes. So he, yes, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I don't know if his mom gave him the milk and cereal, or <laughs> he he just went and got it. It doesn't doesn't we matter. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other the other, as you said, it's like this this kind of haunted neighborhood, right? Um, where where Walter <laughs> and and to me this was uh, well, I, I I thought this was. I thought this part was creepy. You know, Walt Walter's been basically like being attacked or right. something every night mm-hmm. by something. Right. Um, you know, he thinks it's under his bed. Um can't see it. It's 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 moving around his house and like <laughs> moving objects right. and things like that. And he's trying to get help, um, evidently from a paranormal investigator because mm-hmm. um so he needs some proof, and he goes and buys one of those little cameras that can film things in the dark, mm-hmm. and and gets his proof. Yeah, and then he and then he disappears. Yeah, um, for a while. Yeah, it is a little bit strange how he kind of disappears out of the story, but but yeah. So I mean, this this movie is like you know if uh, all those like ghost hunter move uh, uh, reality. T- quote unquote reality TV shows, you know, like <laughs> if they actually caught their man, like, Oh shit, this stuff's real. You know, that's <laughs> kind of what this movie is. And then the other character that we have not mentioned yet is, um, the police detective, uh, Funes. Yeah, uh, is that how you say his yeah, name? Funes. F- Funes? Uh, yes, sure. Um, yeah. you know, cause he, he kind of gets yeah. introduced a little bit through it and then he becomes sort of a through line between all these people he's got relationships exactly, with. Yeah. Um, Alicia, uh, the, the mother who lost her child. Uh, I want to talk about that. I'm a little bit unclear on exactly what their relationship is. Um, but he also has a relationship with one of the, uh, investigators cause he calls him personally yeah. and says like, Hey man, I need you to come in and look at this cause I can't make heads or tails of it. So yeah, Jano, um, the, um, right. who worked, they worked in, you know, he, I guess he, you know, we get one piece of information. He worked in forensics and right did, um, right right you know even even did autopsies mm-hmm. and saw some weird stuff yeah so he got that's why he was brought in right um to the story yeah so yeah Fuentes is he he is i don't know he's the closest thing we have to a protagonist in some way I, just because we we experience some of the story yeah through his experience and through his point of view well let's especially the end let, yeah, let's. I mean, let's talk about that a little bit because I did think that was an interesting thing that this movie does. That a lot of, well, a lot of movies in general, not just horror genre, but a lot of movies do, which is like, who we think is the protagonist seems to shift um, as yeah. the movie progresses, and that's one of the things that I think is interesting about this being, you know, set in an entire neighborhood versus one. Per- fixated on a single protagonist or a single house or something like that. You know, we kind of start with Walter and then it seems like it's going to move yeah. to, um, uh, I'm sorry. How did you say his name? Junos? Junos? Jano? Jan- Jano? Yeah, yeah. 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 It feels like it's going to shift to him and then we get to right. Funes, you know, as 
God, I'm, I'm just going to apologize in advance. I'm not going to get any of the pronunciations very right on this. So, um, but yeah, I thought, I thought that was a, an interesting, uh, way to take the story. And I thought it felt a little bit more, I don't know, unsettling in that you weren't ever kind of grounded and who you were with and what their role was and, and kind of where you were going to find yourself. Um, which I think contributes to the unsettling uh, nature of the story. Yeah, I, I, I think that's one of, to me, one of the uh, the effective, yeah, you know, fear and tension yeah. techniques used in the film mm-hmm. is to, is to keep you constantly. Is because you don't. I mean, you don't have. What? Yeah, your 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 point of view is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the nature of whatever these things are, right? Um, you're, you're 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 right. You're not left like feeling secure, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. About 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 much of what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and it's you, you'd brought up, yeah, like the the haunted neighborhood mm-hmm. aspect, and and how each of the the three, the, it's almost like an anthology in mm-hmm. the sense there's mm-hmm. three stories and they're kind of linked together, mm-hmm. and, and rather than watch part, you know. Part one, part two, part three, separately, and then we get part four. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, they're you know we're we're they're they're like woven together, and we we kind of see it play out rather at the same time, rather rather than each you know you know each little twenty minute story. Right. Then we go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and then we find out oh it was the cat all along it was the or in this case the dog was 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 the those the piece that linked them all together right <laughs> yeah um, yeah what I just have to throw this in here one uh, <laughs> movie trope uh, that I at this point it's become such such a punchline I think I love it when I see it in movies is the detective uh, Funyas. Funes. Yeah, oh, I, I know what you're gonna say. You know exactly what I'm gonna say. He's like, I'm two yep. months from retirement, <laughs> and all this shit goes down on my watch. <laughs> no, I, 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 and honestly, I, I, at first I thought, oh man, and and then I thought, well, I don't know this director at all, uh-huh. and, and maybe that's, and it's we you know we're translating it through. Culture yeah. lens. I thought, well, maybe it is supposed to be like well, one of those, like winks to the camera, like a I, something. I think you know. I, again, I I think it's a funny at this point. It's something I laugh at. But honestly, in this movie, it had plot relevance because he he had he has a medical condition with his heart, right? Which is why he's going to retire. Um, yeah. and that comes into play later on when he, he, when he has a heart attack and then like still functions after having a heart attack, he's like, I gotta go yeah, to the hospital. No. He's like, no, wait, I gotta go back. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> Let's, Chris, I want to talk, because this is our first horror movie, and, and the question still remains, um, why does this movie stand out among all of the, the other nine horror movies that you watched before getting to this one? Um, what what do you think makes for a good horror film versus all the other schlock that we see? And, well, and where does this um, one you know shine through? Yeah. Yeah, because I think I... 
entitled this episode about like modern horror mm. classic mm-hmm. or some you know some over the top sort something of. pretentious <laughs> like that yeah some claim that <laughs> i can't possibly back up but i'll do it anyway yeah um well for one you know there's horror horror covers a lot of different types of movies that's fair so you so you have um you know let's 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 start with like um torture porn kind of horror <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like uh you know, uh hostile hostile or hostile yeah. being a very good example yeah. of and like i would i would like argue that. that saw has a little bit more uh value than hostile does hostile is just pure torture porn yeah i mean maybe the first i don't know first the first and third i think saws were the better ones but um uh, we got- like that to me is not scary yeah like all right right like, right they call it horror but it there's not there's nothing like like that i mean besides just being gross it's right. not, it doesn't really frighten me mm-hmm. um and then you have like um mo- you know like um monster type movies mm-hmm. um which could be like a even like a human monster like, mm-hmm. like a slasher film right sure. there's there's that kind of horror um and then you have um the the large category of supernatural horror sure and um like of of at least those three even though that's by no means mm-hmm. <laughs> the the entirety of the 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 horror world um the supernatural kind interests me the most yeah but um there's even kinds within that that i just i don't find find scary Mm -hmm. and um one i one of the ones that i think is like the worst Mm -hmm. (laughs) is is like um i don't know whenever they have like some sort of generic you know demonic entity or something right Uh you know they're they're interested in you know I, I, I really don't know what demons want in general. I guess just souls or something. You know, they just... You mean that's, like... That's like, that's their only thing. Well, so does that... I, I'm trying to get a gauge on the genre, not the uh, relative yeah. good or badness of these kinds of movies. But would you say that movies like The Exorcist or The Conjuring are in that, that realm where it's like possession or some sort of demonic presence is trying to... Certainly the certainly the conjuring mm-hmm. um the the exorcist is a much that's a actually pretty complex movie yeah, that certainly. has that has um in my opinion almost less to do with the the possession which yeah, is the yeah. most memorable part of mm-hmm. it but um, i agree just the struggle with the priest and his faith yeah which we'll, i think makes it we'll a more absolutely do story. that movie at some point on this so <laughs> yeah i, I <laughs> we exactly, don't want to preempt that. ourselves here but yeah for sure but totally agree like and to me here's a very good example of a movie that was extremely extremely popular um people said it was just frightening mm-hmm. and about halfway through it i thought really that's it it was it was hereditary oh yeah Mm -hmm. is is again one of those like um i mean to me it was just like at a certain point it's like this just like this is just nonsense in the sense (laughs) (laughs) which which i mean of course in all horror it is but um 
it just got silly to me at a point, right? I just was like, oh, yeah. really? Like, we'll like, this, like it was. Co- we'll have this conversation was, <laughs> <laughs> where it was cooler when I was kind of like on the edge of like, is is are they really experiencing this? Is yeah. this like yeah. hallucinations, whatever? And yeah. then it's like, no, it's just a regular movie like that. <laughs> so yeah, so movies like Ouija board and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, stuff stuff like that um, is is. Yeah, so that 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 doesn't really mm-hmm. do it. That doesn't do it for me either. Yeah, um, and then I guess we go to like ghost stories, um, which is which is closer because mm. um, there's um, an element of the, the unknowing mm-hmm. of what um, ghosts are capable of doing. Yeah, <laughs> which right here's what one thing I always get confused of in any ghost story is like, all right. So if they're spirits, evidently they can like go through things like walls and whatnot, uh-huh. right? I mean, I, yeah. it's, it yeah. seems to be they can they can end up in places that they're not supposed to be in. Sure, but um, but then why do like they rattle doors so much and like open <laughs> cupboards and stuff? Like you'd think they could just pass through it, but they actually, you know, Chris, it's because they've got unfinished business. Come on, do you not know about ghosts? For as many horror movies have you seen, you don't know but, about but, ghosts. Yeah, but like sometimes <laughs> they've got to communicate do it that way, and then some. <laughs> so. Have you seen? We're gonna have to do this at some point. Have you seen the movie A Ghost Story? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yes. thought that was a really interesting take on sort of the ghost genre from the perspective of the ghost. So I think, you know, <laughs> just watch that movie and all of your questions will be answered. I think they nailed it. <laughs> yes. Well, I think... So in, in this one, and this is, this is, I guess it's because maybe it's just I haven't seen a lot of these where... where there, there's this <laughs> kind of interdimensional, yeah, mm-hmm. beings of some sort, right? And we don't, we don't really know what they're capable of, or what they want, Here, or why are they doing this. Here's and what I, that's yeah, what I really enjoyed about this movie, and I think there's so maybe I'll jump back to the first question: What makes a good horror film? For me, there is so much this movie does such a great job of playing on those primal fears like those childhood fears that we have right it's the the unseen the what's underneath my bed um right I, yeah. i'm hearing these creaks you know and as a grown adult i still you know in the middle of the night you know <laughs> we'll wake up and i feel like i hear you know how you get so accustomed to what your house sounds like right and all of the creaks and and sounds that it makes whether it's a pipe or a you know something in the attic or whatnot and i still have moments you know as an adult waking up in the middle of the night and hearing a sound that i don't recognize right and typically it's because i'm just groggy and haven't figured out that it's a cat going poop in the cat box and scratching the sand afterwards but you know in the moment like i still go back to that place as like an eight-year-old kid you know and wondering what's under my bed. And and I still have the thought from time to time, you know, when I'm, I'm hot in bed, I'll throw my leg out of the, the blankets and still think, what would I do if I just felt a hand grab my ankle, you know? Like, so that stuff doesn't go away. And I think this movie and a lot of good horror movies does a really good job at, at like, preying on those kind of core 
visceral, uh, you know, uh, fears that, you know, are still predominantly held <laughs> by a lot of irrational fears. Right. Um, and I think, you know, this movie does a great job of that things moving behind you that the camera sees, but the person doesn't see, um, this movie has a couple of jump scares in it, which aren't my favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think they really, they pull okay. them off fairly well in this movie. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause I, that's, that's something that I actually absolutely hate. In movies. <laughs> right, right, that's right. one of the things. But, the jump scare or being pulled across the floor <laughs> going backwards in the darkness yeah, yeah. one. And the another one is you're looking in the mirror, you know, and then, oh, and, and then all of a sudden there's something the door behind you. Yeah. They like close the cabinet mirror and then you see what's behind yeah, you. And yeah. then they see yeah. Yeah. the thing or whatever. So, so you know, I think this movie has like variations of all of those, but I think it, it does it well. And we should, we should talk a little bit more about that, but, um, so to, yeah, yeah. to go back, to, to go back to your <laughs> original question mm-hmm. about what, what is scary to me. Um, I mean, obviously you have to build suspense tension. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, I think one of the reasons that, the movie Alien, which is maybe the other horror movie mm-hmm. that we did. I mean, it's 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 the constant fear that something is out there that's yeah. that's you you have no idea what it can do or cap- is capable of, and you're 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 constantly in danger. Right. And also, um, and this is I mean, this is true of any story, but <laughs> you you wouldn't normally think about it in horror is that you. You you kind of care what happens to mm-hmm. the people, right? In in the sense in the sense that they seem like people rather than just like yeah the dumb jock and the mm-hmm. slutty girl, right? right and right. you know the nerd, the nerdy, <laughs> yeah. You know, just like all the things that like uh, cabin in cabin in the woods, the woods brings out yeah. like all those things. You don't you know you don't give a shit about what happens to any of them. Mm-hmm. So there's no tension because. Right. They're not, you want them to die sometimes. <laughs> it's <not> satisfying. <laughs> can we get when, this one? Can when, we get the dumb jock out of yeah. the way so we can get you onto know, the other or, characters? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we, we, you know, we, we get some, we get some glimpses of some of their daily lives or mm-hmm. like, you know, Walter we see is just being tortured by right. the fact he cannot sleep and all this crazy <laughs> stuff is happening to him. Walter is also um, trying to, produce proof he's trying to videotape this he's staying in the house that if any of these things happen to me i would be like well i've got this pile of oily rags that i've kept around for just this purpose i'm burning this house down and moving to a different country but yeah you know that's one that's one thing that i i was i i questioned his (laughs) but like where i don't know i guess where could he go i have no idea. no i know but your your point is is valid right you still care you see his the the just the exhaustion and the torture that he's going through and uh and 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 you care about what happens to him i you know i think for as many different characters as as this movie has um i think it does a great job of making us care about each of the characters they're they're all there's enough personality. There's enough little glimpses at backstory that we care about all of them. Even the three investigators that, you know, the Albrecht and, um, I can't remember the other guy's name. Um, uh, Rosen, Rosenstock. Right, right. Oh, we don't know much about them, but no, they appear as relatively fully fleshed out characters and y- you infer enough about 
their background, I think that <laughs> when things go absolutely crazy, you know, we're not weeping over them, but they matter. They matter to us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we, at least been introduced, you know, we've been introduced to them mm-hmm. as, exactly as, 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 as people. Um, right. Like, and, and I think that's why, you know, Fuenes is, um, we we basically start to learn more and more yeah, about him, right. and, and even like even like the things, um, like the w- one of the Chekhov's guns, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is is that he has a hearing he has a hearing problem. Right. So there's this hearing aid, mm-hmm. and and that um, there are times when he has to turn it off, mm-hmm. which is you know we we learn that okay he's getting all this feedback mm-hmm. that means there's some it's one of these weird weird things around him mm-hmm. um that's that's our warning that something something crazy is going to happen right so that it does ser- it does serve a purpose to learn like oh he has a, he's got a hearing aid mm-hmm. you know, who cares um, um but that actually shows up in the story well and i um, think you know one of the other things that makes horror move that that great horror movies play upon is you know when you lose one of your senses right so commonly it's now we're in the dark, right? The lights are out. Yeah, I can't right. see, right? Yep. Um, you know, in, in this case, it's like, oh, I can't hear like I'm used to. So now a, a sense is gone, right? It just heightens the anxiety of, um, you know, that we as an audience feel for these characters who, who now either have to feel around in the dark or, you know, don't have all their senses to draw upon. And um, I think this movie does a good job with that. Another component of, and this is just movies in general. That mm-hmm. there, there's something I like about it is, is that it's a very um, like an enclosed space. Even yeah. though they're not tr- trapped there, like mm-hmm. you know, like the thing or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, all the action takes place in you know a block. Right. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no action that happens right. outside of that that world. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't have to like figure out like oh they're in this part of town and you know they're you know they just flew to rio Mm -hmm. you know it's like it doesn't there's no there's no reason to right um and i just like movies that have that sort of um it's weird to make to make like a a suburban neighborhood (laughs) yeah in the sense feel isolated Mm -hmm. um because i because one one thing i did wonder when watching this the umpteenth time is like you know what 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 do what do the rest of the neighbors think i know because <laughs> like we yeah. like we find out like um they're, patricio's they're... friend you know takes that little video and right his mom ca- calls up right. alicia and... as he's moving the <laughs> child's body into the backyard the the deceased child's body we should say that's been sitting at the dinner table moving it into a freezer in the backyard <laughs> and the, the next door neighbor kid just just filming this happen and then he even puts like a potted plant on top Pot of the on freezer he's like, he's like yeah just in case he tries to <laughs> no all, all of the neighbors have like ring cameras you know doorbell cameras and things like that and they're just furiously uploading to like the crazy neighbors subreddit like look what's happening now <laughs> Uh, to the complete uh, uh, ignorance of the absolute horror that is happening within each of these three houses. 
<laughs> so that was, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let that one pass yeah. without, you know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't, you know, it just seems like it, it's, we know in the neighborhood it's not deserted because the, you know, when the, when the kid gets hit by the bus. Yeah, there's a ton you know, of a kids of in pe- the street. <laughs> and one of the things too, it's not at all important to the plot. So after, after the next shot, after, you know, you see, I mean, it's horrific. The right. kid, you know, it's one of those shocking moments uh, like oh my gosh yeah and and then the bus stops and this guy gets off and just runs <laughs> i saw that too he's like, <laughs> like oh my god the bus driver oh my god what have i done i'm out of here you know <laughs> that's what i first thought it's like does, the guy drove does, the bus does just, he have priors does he have warrants out i'm not sure but he is <laughs> out of the scene like i don't know it's just so horrible his first instinct <laughs> is to not check on the kid but to like Right away. Like, where's he going? Yeah. Um, catch another bus? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you have a bus? But yeah, I mean, everyone's just kind of standing around. Yeah. And then Juan is like, calls his wife and it's like, yeah, this is, he's, he's our neighbor boy. He's just been yeah. um, uh, hit by a, done in. a bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, th- so... I don't, that may be another element. I want, I'm, I'm curious what you think about this. I, I honestly, the thought just occurred to me. And so I don't know if it, if, if it holds water, but you know, when I saw the kid going up to the window and the person inside who I assume at that point is Walter, it is, yeah, yeah, it's it's Walter, Walter. Right. And Walter, of course, as we know, has been like sleep deprived, tortured, panicked, you know, and he's like telling the kid through the blinds of the window, like, get out of here, go away, don't come around here, you know, that kind of thing. From Walter's perspective, trying to spare this kid the same threat that he feels under. And you see the kid kind of backing up out into the street, and you know he's going to get hit by something, right? Like, in advance, <laughs> you just know that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 because he, he's, he's totally set up that way. I wonder if there is an element of, like, you know, like in mysteries, when part of it is trying to guess what's going to happen, it's a little bit more complicated in mysteries than it is horror. It, than it is in horror, because you're just like, "Oh, this person's going to die right now." You know, is that part of the pleasure? Is being able to predict other people's demises in these movies? Cause wow, it kind uh, of is for me. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, but, you, know, you get it, right? No, uh, this is totally uh, normal, right? You know, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but the key point in like what happened there was he's he's telling him don't drink the water. Oh, that's right. Yes, right, right. Because it comes from the drain. And and then gets yeah yeah he he, he takes a few sips out of the the spigot there. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the, as we learn, is the, uh, the <laughs> Walter's house is kind of the nest where right. all these things, things. Um, exist exist in. Yeah. Um, well, it's on that it's on that that side of the street. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure if it's not already a law, it should be a law that you have to disclose that on like your lease agreement. Um, yes oh yeah that walter got a raw deal i gotta say i don't know how how many previous renters they had that um the landlord's gotta know right 
So, <laughs> well, you know, look, the, by the yeah, uh, no, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. No, I got nothing. Okay. Well, the the other thing I wanted to say about this movie that I appreciate about it is this is another movie, and we've had several like this that don't feel the need to overly explain what's going on. Exactly. Because yes, you can't make heads or tails of you know the. To, to go to try and create some rational logical <laughs> you know explanation of what's happening here would chew up 30 minutes of exposition and it's not needed and even the way the movie ends is unresolved um, you know <laughs> right. and I liked that I liked that you know you get these glimpses of oh it's a nest okay I don't know what that means but that's fine I get that there's some significance here <laughs> there's you know, these movies don't need that because none of it is logical and rational. It's all supernatural, right? So, right. you know, why spend the, 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 the screen time trying to make heads or tails out of it beyond giving us sort of a narrative that we can follow and just the loosest of sort of framework and, and rules that the movie established to operate in, right? This gives us the idea that yes, you can only see them from a different perspective, right? Which they employ in a couple of places within the movie in a weird way at a couple of times. I don't fully get it, but it's okay. They're, they're setting up some sort of rules <laughs> that the movie adheres to. Um, and then this idea of this nest and this trans dimensional and that water is some sort of conduit and that kind of thing. That's enough. We don't need more than that. We're here to watch this, you know, scary story unfold, right? We're not here to do a science project. Yeah. That's, um, and that's such a fine line. Yeah. In- um, in in film and movies that one you're right I I you know I I will accept whatever nonsense yeah. as long as <laughs> as long as they stick to kind of the general rules that they established yeah early on exactly you know if if you know if if I'll buy it if that's if that's if that's what happens that what they can do uh-huh. just be consistent with that yeah. Um, you know, rather than yes, there's the over, um, you know, the there, there, there's the over explanation, just blatant exposition <laughs> yeah, it, ver- versus like like in 19, the director who in, in 1932 what? a span a, a ship went to this deserted <laughs> island and we they, we think they brought back something in their cargo and they yeah. there's a cargo hold beneath this residential neighbor like okay okay stop stop just stop just just tell us it's another dimension that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> or Juan's talking to Walters like, what, you didn't know that your your home was built over an Indian burial ground. Exactly. And yeah. that, that every ten years this happens because of the the, the atrocities the cycle. The atrocities committed <laughs> so, by the invaders back in the sixteen hundreds or whatever, or fourteen hundreds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's <laughs> Yeah, no, but, I agree. The I mean the other extreme would be like the director probably <laughs> probably didn't think it through too much right. so it's just like it's it's artsy and we're like we don't know what the hell's going on and either either they making the movies so they're just kind of making up as they go along to be as vague as possible um, well, you know and and that that's frustrating in a different way yeah and i mean like the lighthouse is a movie that comes to mind where there's this (laughs) supernatural element that is just alluded to but (laughs) there's so 
little explanation, but, it, no, but the lighthouse is a different kind of movie, right? So, um, yeah, and that yeah. that yeah, I mean that was that was that was actually the example I was thinking. Of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like just so like I don't yeah, know, like yeah. the, the 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 just some sort of idiosyncratic, you know, Edgar's yeah world and we don't know anything that's going on in there right he, right. he knows exactly what he is but he's not going to tell us yeah you know. no you're right it is um, it's a very fine line right and and some movies that can kind of like strike that balance between i get enough of a glimpse of a world that's being constructed without bogging down the story and why yeah I'm without here. slowing down the story and and that's what i think i appreciate too like about this movie mm-hmm. is that it's the the I'm not bored. I haven't. I wasn't bored. I wasn't thinking like, no. um, you know, I'm just getting a lot of useless stuff mm-hmm. or that, or even, or the other way. It would be just again. It's just too. It's just like everything's you know like jump scares and right, right, um, horrific things happening. You get you get to take a breath every once in a while, and just some stuff happens. They're trying to problem solve. Yeah, <laughs> like, and how do how do we bury this kid without anyone knowing about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, and how do I get all that cement and all that stuff? <laughs> right, you know, to- right. Well, well. So, so Chris, what is your key scene then? Yeah, and I think of <laughs> all the movies that I've introduced to <laughs> movies will save the world um this was actually the hardest one to to come up with and and of course yeah i'm watching i'm think i'm thinking what is you know what is key here uh-huh. <laughs> because i don't know if horror films in general um <laughs> lend themselves to that question it's when the jock <laughs> died or it's when the nerd died <laughs> which archetype do we want to sacrifice and make that our key scene <laughs> And it, it um it happens it happens it, it's kind of the introduction of the third act okay. so it's it's a little, it's about halfway or a little over halfway and it's it's I think just I'm gonna cheat a little bit because there's um you know there's there's kind of three stories running simultaneously right and, and they um they're all important to me mm-hmm. so um so the 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 key I'll call it the key sequence okay for yeah. this one. So, um, at Walter's house, we have um, uh, Rosentock and um, um, Fuentes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're paired together, right? Um, right. For one one reason or the other, the, I'm not sure why. I, I will say the. The lucky quote unquote two that get to be in one of the three houses, at least with another person, not just completely on their own, <laughs> which is another yeah, horror movie even trope though, of separate yes, the yeah. group. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, this house does have the no electricity thing going I on. I but that had was... that note. I was like, "Good God, turn the at what he who's it for us? He's like, I can just rewire yeah, he, some stuff and turn the electricity. Yeah, he's like, I and the other guy's like, like no, 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 no. It's I was like, dude, turn the lights on. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway, sorry. And and also, uh, uh, this doesn't necessarily relate to the scene, but just the kind of in in general. Um, you know, 
um, they just arrived at the house and you know he's you know they're talking about the electricity and whatnot and he, he he's like yeah um yeah i'm scared and mm-hmm. he goes and i think it's totally he's like and i think it's totally normal to be scared because <laughs> basically this stuff is crazy yeah um yeah but that's not the key scene so it's after um rosentock has been <laughs> has been stabbed through the hand oh right? yeah that's right oh um, yes that's right <laughs> And the thing is sucking his blood. You just hear this sucking sound, and I love it. They uh, keep saying he's sucking, he's sucking, he's sucking. (laughs) And he's like, wait, stop, stop. He's like all excited, right? Yeah. So, um, like, so Fuentes, he's like, like, you got to clean up. He's like, clean up. He's cleaning up the blood, Uh and and he's like, I just can't take this. And he's like, well, wait a second. Let me show you something. Um, and he's like, <laughs> you're like, what's he gonna do? <laughs> so they, they're, they he, he, he lifts up the covers, and so you can see under the bed, uh-huh. right? And he, and he's like, from this angle, nothing. Uh-huh. And, then, and then he, go, then he goes to the end of the bed, yeah. and there's like all these things under there, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's like, what the, what the, yeah. You know what, what's going on here? And he's like, he's say, ah, he goes, it depends on your point of view. Uh-huh. Like he's like it's they're they're t- like basically two two universes existing in the same place yeah. and it's how you 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 your <laughs> you know it's your it's your point of view of what this is yeah. so we get we get one little piece of like of information about what's going on uh-huh. finally um, then he like <laughs> just freaks out and runs across the street um, to his. To his buddy Jana's place, right, um, and then finds out that he's been trapped, like in the in a cupboard, you know, the yeah, like the the china cabinet uh-huh. thing. Um, he he tries to pull it off, and he he sees that his his he's like my eyes are full of glass. Yeah, he's like ah, so oh man. So then he runs, and then lastly he runs t- again a- across the street. Uh-huh. Um, over to where Dr. Albrecht is, uh-huh. and, and she's sitting in front of the um, the crack in the wall. Right, right. Um, you know, which which we had, which was for, which was told told to us before. Right, right. Because um, because we have that conversation, like Juan says to Walters, like, "What are you doing? Like, there's this crack, like, going down the middle of my house right. and my wall." And then later, see him patching up the crack mm-hmm. actually with some spackle or something like that. And anyway. You know, so, and then and then Albrecht explains, you know that that's where he gets some exposition. She's mm-hmm. she's saying that well, you know, evidently <laughs> there's there's they, they, these entities they're microscopic, they're they're traveling through the water. Um, we don't know what they want, and we don't know why they're so violent is <laughs> the, the other thing right and and when um and, and when she's looking into the crack she's saying walter walter um you know i'm I'm here to help um why don't you come out so walter is living inside that that's what happened to him oh. he got trapped he got pulled into that dimension yeah. or whatever it was okay. he turned into one of those one of those things uh-huh. um so the reason I picked this as key scene, it's the only time ever <laughs> that we get any information about what we're the only experiencing. Explanation at all about <laughs> what's going on in this bizarre. That's as, that's as close as we get to like yeah. yes, having 
it's not a you know it doesn't tell you know it doesn't tell us the motivation or or what what these things are right. um but then i started to kind of piece it together a little bit that i think you know the um Evidently, whatever these little microscopic <laughs> things are, is that is that we are seeing like people who have been changed huh. or, or mutated or, or or something that has happened to them. So, um, they're not they're not from the other dimension. Like they did something to Walter, right? Oh, I and see. He can. I gotcha. And that that happened, and why the the child is you know <laughs> reanimated. Mm-hmm um is the same thing he's he he drank some of the water so he has those things inside him um who evidently who evidently can that this is my again i mean this is my interpretation is that that's how he you know and why he was climbing out and trying to get get back home i gotta say though like um (laughs) From if we are to take anything away from uh, cinema and uh, stories that we have been told, it is that if there are multiple dimensions, they are all bad. Like, <laughs> I want, I want, I mean, I want the other dimension, which is just a sort of slightly duller version of our current one, where it's like, I guess I just sleep under this bed now. Okay, that's fine. I'll be good down here. <laughs> Well, that's like that. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh where, yeah, like, uh-huh. like where one one dimension, she's like super cool and like a movie star. <laughs> yeah. The other, she has like hands that are hot dogs. Yeah, and, like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, again, it's it goes. But you're right. It goes back to that Simpsons episode, right? Where Homer yes, goes back that's in exactly, time. <laughs> that's exactly it. He finally so, comes you're back, right. and we there's mostly like mostly experience. He, he, well, it wouldn't make a good movie if it was like they went to a cooler dimension. No, so we only we only get to see the bad dimensions when we watch <laughs> movies. That's the thing. They don't make movies about the oh, it's all a boat party all the time dimension. <laughs> it's just yeah, no, it's it's not the it's not the fun ones. Uh-huh, no, we uh-huh. we see like a crappier version of ours. A very very crappier version of ours, I would say. <laughs> That's a that's an understatement, my friend. <laughs> so, for that reason, right. is is why I, I picked it as key scene because yeah. it's it's the it's the only bits of explanation because we're experiencing it. You know, yeah. they're investigators, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to they're trying to figure out what is going on here. Right. They have no clue, right. and they seem to have kind of a a notion, maybe, but. Um, yeah, and they have like all those weird like compasses and stuff right. lying mm-hmm. around that, <laughs> which you have to have if you're doing a paranormal investigation. Some sort of um, well, actually, Rosentock has he he's he uses more electronic equipment stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the other the other two are old school. And they're <laughs> <Yeah>. using, <laughs> they're like I'm gonna they're using like hang this. Uh, uh, what do you call it? What do you, what's the the thing uh, that you hang from a like a piece of uh, string or twine that to get oh, to measure yeah. level. Um, oh right. Uh, what the heck do you call that? A, well, I, I know it's called a plumb line. Yeah, plumb. Yeah, don't plumb, know what... plumb bob. Plumb bob. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, that's the only. She's got like a plumb bob <laughs> rigged up, and it's like 
pulled off yeah. to the side and you know everything like that. Yeah, right? what's what's something? I guess I guess that's the one thing about anything paranormal. They they give off some sort of <laughs> either electricity or a magnetic yep. thing yep. because that's that's what I've learned from film. <laughs> um, I just I, and I keep that in mind. I, I like to keep a compass next to my bed too. Well, have um, you ever gone on Amazon to search for EMF readers? Because um, <laughs> uh, no. there's some good reviews on there. <laughs> I just, I just love that. Like that's just like that. Everyone has this assumption that, like, that 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 of course, you know, it's just taken for granted. Of course, ghosts have like a weird EMFs. Like, you know, every idiot knows that. Of course, totally. Because that's what they are. Is they're just like energy that hasn't been used up or whatever. Yeah, I mean, clearly um, we can. Uh, uh, scientifically prove that the soul has an electromagnetic <laughs> yes, yes. field yes yes because because <laughs> that's what's left yeah. behind apparently <laughs> that's yeah but only when you've got yeah. unfinished business otherwise you're good you're just out of here but like doesn't everybody have some unfinished business i mean really who accomplished everything that they needed to do in life Damn. or at least had one thing it's like you know there's always somebody it's like Back in junior high, they embarrassed <laughs> you, and like you just really want to have the last word on that. I mean, everyone has. I would just think we'd be full of ghosts. We, we, we like, would. It would be if you had one of those readers. You remember like the little reader in, in Ghostbusters, right? Where the little like wings yeah. go up, and it's like, oh, we're getting a really strong. Yeah, reader. yeah, yeah. Be like you turn that on, it would be everywhere you looked. It was yeah, just it would be like just deafening and like always in the red zone like we would just be crawling it's you know like pokemon go they're like everywhere here's a ghost gym over here not another ghost gym (laughs) so that's the thing like i just think that's oh how many people have ever died how much square footage is there on land in in the the planet in the history of planet earth (laughs) going back to the early hominids like you've got a bunch of you know cavemen (laughs) who are like i didn't finish that cave art (laughs) so i'm still here we're like like that that that, you know that dude stole my woman and i didn't you know and then i got gored by a woolly mammoth and like i didn't you know no the human population that currently exists doesn't have the time to put into solving all of these the way like the movie ghost does right we need we need seven billion whoopi goldbergs to sit there and like Coach Patrick Swayze through finishing his cave painting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why ghosts don't exist. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, like, you had me up to here, but, you know, law of large numbers. I don't know how this, how Malcolm Gladwell figures into this, but I just don't think it pans out from a numbers game. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the same i mean aren't those it's uh, also a really like... bad system i'm just gonna say that too <laughs> <laughs> and like all right and what about like not just humans but like birds and like dogs and higher and some just higher primates i never caught like... that bone you gotta help me catch that bone i didn't catch it <laughs> <laughs> so... 
there i don't like why are only certain yeah anyway um the, the bee I that didn't we, get its pollen back to its nest before it got <laughs> swatted yeah it's like <laughs> so oh my god the, i think we've lost the plot here <laughs> well, yeah what were we talking about I, again uh, some movie i don't know <laughs> Because <laughs> don't get me started when they do those little EVP recording right. things too. Like, oh my it would gosh. be deafening. Like all the, all, all the, yeah, just. <laughs> it's no, like we, when we when s- uh, what's his name Funias has to like take off his hearing aid because it's just too much <laughs> interference and noise. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, it's too many damn ghosts. I can't make out one from the other. I'm hearing something about an affair. I'm hearing something about a, a robbery that went wrong. This one just didn't get a good report card in seventh grade. I can't make heads or tails out of all these goddamn ghosts. Where do I help? Oh God. Yes. What do they? What do they want, Glenn? I don't know. So that's. They w- That's why I, th- they, I think <laughs> I think every ghost's unfinished business is I didn't get a chance to clean up this shelf, so I'm just going to knock some things off of it. Sweet. These books have been moved. That's really all I wanted to do. Now I can go die in peace. <laughs> <laughs> be at rest. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't see the connection, the <laughs> logic that goes have. Your grandmother's so. china. I never liked it, so I'm gonna throw it on the ground, <laughs> and now I can be at rest. <laughs> oh. oh man. So, and, and and there's some logical and, and issues here. Reasons. Yeah, like. <laughs> ghost logic which i don't know maybe when you're dead can we you start a new podcast logical. called ghost logic because <laughs> i think you know, this... i'm gonna write that down because i want to i want to buy that domain. <laughs> you should right now buy that domain. <laughs> as soon as we're done here this entire podcast has just become ghost logic I should look it up right now see what's available do it do it i would be so pissed if it <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took it. Hang on, GoDaddy.com. <laughs> All right, hang on. Uh, say something in the meantime so I can ghost look up Ghost Logic. logic. Are you already doing it? <laughs> I'm. I have to say, we're cribbing a bit from. Oh shit! It's available. <laughs> oh, it's available, it's available for seventy dollars. What? Yeah. So, so somebody's like <laughs> has it, and they just want money for it, probably. Yeah. What about ghostlogic.biz? Is that available? (laughs) That's available for 10 bucks. All right. Now we're talking. (laughs) I was going to say, we're we're cribbing a bit from uh, my brother, my brother and me also, who talks about ghosts an awful lot, but uh, they they have a bit where they're always buying domains in the middle of the show. Uh, I didn't know that. So (laughs) they've got some good ones. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay, hang on. Which is better, ghostlogic.biz or ghostlogic.info? <laughs> Are we trying to make oh, a probably. business or just share information cuz ghostlogic.info is available for $2. All right, that's the way to go, I think. <laughs> ghostlogic.io as in as if there's some sort of app associated with it. Wait, there's ghostlogic.app for $15. I wonder why that's more. I don't know. Huh. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Ghost well, you should change the name of your company. Ghostlogic.life is available for one, two dollars. <laughs> Ghostlogic.me is seven dollars. Like, hey, Ghostlogic me. I got a question. <laughs> so all right, so for twenty bucks, how many of these do you think we could get? Uh like, we can get five like, or six of them. Five or six? Yeah. Alright, I'd I'd invest twenty bucks in that. <laughs> This is a movie we both enjoyed, um, but that's not always enough to answer this question um, in the positive. <laughs> did Terrified, uh, did it save the world? I don't know how to answer this question for this movie. <laughs> uh, as you said, I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's fun. I and If I were to come down on the side of yes, it would be just because... Um, <clears throat> I appreciate good movies in the horror genre and things like you said that do kind of, they play with the cliches, they play with the tropes, but take a, you know, unique spin on them at times. Um, is there anything that we can draw from this that has a bigger meaning in our lives? <laughs> I mean, aside from just understanding goat, ghost logic, I'm not sure I can come up with anything. And maybe that's enough. Uh, you know, just it's just getting the story out there. This is something that everyone should really be thinking about and really talking about because it's important to all of us. Uh, you know, the, the logic behind ghosts and how they think and what they want and how many of them are there and uh and what species uh, you know, have ghosts uh, attributed to them all that kind of stuff so i don't know i i think you know if i'm if i'm kind of trying to play by the rules of the premise of this podcast i'd have to say no um <clears throat> but i really love the movie and you know i think we need more creative horror like this um that you know there are certain things in horror in the horror genre that are there for a reason, and the reason is because they generally work, right? You know, what, and, and you can be a fan yes. or not a fan of any of them, whether it's sort of the, you know, playing on sort of your primal fears, playing on thing, you mm -hmm. know, uh, thing, you know uh, things like jump scares. All of, we haven't even talked about the score and how, you know, the, the sound design and, and music yeah. takes a yeah. huge part in building tension in movies like this. Um, right. Uh, so all of those things, I think, I think you know, they're there for reasons because they work to a certain extent, and I appreciate it when a movie comes along that can sort of like use those same instruments but uh, play them a little bit differently, so that you're not just well, yeah, I closed the bathroom mirror cabinet and now I see a person standing behind me yet again, as we've seen in so many movies, right? Um, uh, so I think this movie does a great job of that stuff. Yeah, as much as I um, wish I could say, yeah, it's <laughs> it saved the world. I I think horror in general doesn't really lend itself yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, ex ex I think there are a few exceptions to that, which I I believe we I we will get to mm -hmm. at some point in the future. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's not bringing up you know questions <laughs> questions about grief or mortality. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if anything, just the warning that those other dimensions are scary and we should <laughs> avoid important. them. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if we, if it brought about awareness of yes, the 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 dangers of other dimensions, then yes. <laughs> but other than that, well, and, um, and it, yeah, I, I can't. Other than it's a good story. Yeah, and and you know, you talked about grief, right? I think this movie breezes past some grief stuff. Like, uh, 
Yeah. What's his name? Juan, uh, the very first. Yeah, his 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 wife. His wife is his, brutally yeah. killed in a horrific way. He yes. doesn't seem that broken up about it. <laughs> no, like right in front of him. Yeah, right. yeah. And same with Alicia with her kid. Like, yeah, she's sedated for most of the the movie, but she's still like, yeah. There's uh, again, I think it would have been a rabbit hole. It could have like bogged down the movie, but still, there were some moments where I was like. Y'all just witnessed some terrifying stuff, and you don't seem that broken up about it. All right, well, just keep the story moving, I guess. And I uh, Glenn for Would You Rather. Uh-huh. I'm um, worried. We're, we're gonna we're gonna go back to <laughs> we're gonna go back to one of our favorite. Oh, How You Die! <laughs> it's gonna be a How You Die, isn't <laughs> well, it? Well, it's gonna be. It's, it's a it's a little bit. Worse. A little bit of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. That's the question. Okay. So, <laughs> um, because there's th- three houses, there's oh, no. basic. There's <laughs> so if you you get you get to spend a night investigating one of these houses on that night. Okay. Um, w- would you rather choose Walter's house, um, Juan's house, or, or Alicia and her son's house? Oh God, I don't even have to think. No, about knowing that. probably what your fate would be in any of them. <laughs> I don't have to think about this that much. <laughs> First of all, really? we've talked about this. There's no way I'm going into Walter's house with no electricity on. That's a non-starter. <laughs> There is absolutely no way I'm spending more than five seconds in that house. Uh, Not to mention the fact that this is like, even when they walk in, like stuff's all over the place. It's like ramshackle. Like, no, there's no way. Um, Whether it's supernatural or just a very messy hoarder, um, I'm not staying there. (laughs) Um, I guess then it's down to... Uh, Juan's house or Alicia's house. One of them has had a reanimated corpse in it, so that's kind of going to be a hard pass for me on that one. Um, so you don't want to have to be trapped in the cabinet with your eyes full of glass? No, probably not. I mean, if I, you know, <laughs> depends on the day, but most days I'd say probably not. Also. As far as we know, I don't remember if they had moved the kid and buried him, but best case, there's still a child in a freezer with a flower pot on top of the freezer out back. So, so I'm coming down on Juan's house. Although, oh God damn. Oh, I didn't think this through enough. Juan's house is like where the crack is, right? That's the crack. Uh, And that, you know, his wife was, you know, uh, smashed in the bathroom back and forth. So yes. So that's the, yeah, that's the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the place that they're going in and out. Oh, in I was house. too cavalier in my answer. <laughs> I thought this was going to be so simple. All right, I'm changing my answer. I'm going to Alicia's house. I'll stay there because huh. if wow, if the kid climbs out of the uh, uh, the freezer, I'll at least hear the plant, the potted plant, break <laughs> on the concrete and can can run for my life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Although I have to say, Juan's house did seem like the best lit house. <laughs> like <laughs> 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 
Albrecht was in yeah, there I with mean, like, I you liked... know, under full on like top, you know, lamps and stuff like that. She's just like got her little, uh, you know, pump plumb bob thing flying around and, and that kind of thing. She seemed fine. Yeah. It, yeah. And his house seemed the nicest really of the yeah. three, except for the cra- crack in the wall. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably feel most at home. There. Yeah. Um, I have to stick with my right. Alicia's house. I, I got an I, early I, warning I, system. I realize yeah i realize it's not the most uh deep and brilliant question but i am curious to of the three very different and horrible fates that you would choose well I, I, do i have to die the way that the people die in the house <laughs> I, well you take your chances God i don't know it. i mean who who knows what they're capable of doing i don't want my eyes I pierced mean, out but I also don't want to come running out of a house with my head flopping around. Yeah. I mean, but I agree. I I, I think Walter's house is a no go. Yeah. No, there's, I, there's no, no way. way. No. Heck yeah. No. That, that one is, that one is like, the, yeah. the, I think that's the worst. <laughs> so <right>. an, anyway, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Sometimes we go, <laughs> we follow themes from each other, and sometimes we just decide to make a complete um, left turn. So, Glenn, <laughs> I'm wondering, <laughs> what's what's up next during Movies Will Save the World? Well, I have, it. it's a left turn, although there is a tie-in. If we, you know, going back to our previous discussion really? <laughs> of ghosts, um, All right. <laughs> I've chosen a movie whose subject matter is certainly responsible for many, many ghosts um, walking among us. <laughs> and, <clears throat> um, I, for the theme this week, I've chosen, I guess what I just call epic movies. You know, you think of your okay. Lawrence of Arabia's or, or movies like that. These big, you know, sweeping epics. Um, I have chosen the 1970 movie about World War II General Patton. Oh, good choice. It's yeah, all right. One of my favorite war movies of all yeah. time. Um, there were plenty of ghosts uh, created in the making of this particular war. <laughs> so... <laughs> but I, I love it. I love George C. Scott in it. It's a great... Yeah. <laughs> it's it's more oh, this, you know maybe more of a character study than a war movie although it obviously takes place during World War II so it certainly qualifies for that but um, I think it's a, a wonderful movie brilliant performance uh, by a bunch of people yep, in it and, yep and wanted to have a excuse to rewatch it and talk about it that's good yeah I have not seen it in a long time mm. so it's going to be a, a refresher course for me to to watch it yeah. Um, with new with with a with a new purpose so okay well this will be fun yeah yeah and i'm curious how it holds up as well as how it compares to more modern war movies yeah that's a good point it's from a time right made in the late 60s released in 1970 so (laughs) all right well uh if you like the show um go ahead and give us a like or a review on uh, itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts um, yep, and we're on the Instagram as Movies Will Save the World. That's right. Um, and what is, you know, uh, super helpful is if, you know, just simply tell a friend. Tell a friend you like the show and um, um, send them a link. So, all right. Well, with that, we will see you next week for the 1970 movie, Patton. <laughs> <laughs>